This is New Bedford's News Talk Station, the place where the South Coast comes to talk about all the hottest issues locally and beyond. This is WBSM. Call in to have your voice heard at 508-996-0500. Or open up the WBSM app and hit app chat to text us. Or open line to leave us a voicemail. Let's hear it, South Coast. Number two of the program here on Tuesday morning. And room for you at 508-996-0500. Or you can send us an app chat messages or open line voicemails on the WBSM app. We got an app chat message from Not Bad in Oak Bluffs who says, Good morning, Tim. It looks like the Bear Report may have competition. A Cape Cod fishing crew witnessed an awesome sight in the waters off Provincetown on Sunday. A killer whale swimming alongside dolphins. Yeah, if you didn't see that video, uh, Channel 25 has it. Channel 4 has it. Uh, It's a really cool video that you can see the fin of the orca uh, swimming alongside the fishing boats. And uh, the fishing company that shared it out, they put up a nice photo and some video of it and they said the only downside is uh it made up for a tunaless day today well maybe that's why there were no tuna in the water around you because there's an orca following you around but it's you know it's it's nice to see wildlife like that coming out here and interacting with us now of course yeah there's the story of the killer whales that were attacking boats in what appeared to be a coordinated effort out uh, out off the waters i think off portugal but you know, there's nothing to worry about here. But they are very smart whales, killer whales, orcas. They are very smart. Of course, that's why they train them at SeaWorld, much to everybody's chagrin these days. But you understand why, you know, they they could do that because they are so intelligent. But if they ever decided, yeah, we've had enough of you humans. If, they te- if, the, if the orcas teamed up with the bears... We're done for because then they have us on land and in uh, and in the sea. Although apparently the bears have no problem jumping in the ocean either. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Uh, good morning, Tim. How are, are you? you talking uh, creature double feature? <laughs> I actually have a creature double feature shirt that I wear out around and, and people oh, really? always stop and tell me like what their favorite movie was they ever saw on creature double feature. I wonder if any of them ever saw Orca, the on killer whale movie. 50, it was channel 56. Yep, every yeah. Saturday. Yeah, right. Some of them were kind of cheesy, like B-films anyway. Yeah, that was kind uh, of the whole point. Yeah, you know, uh, I want to talk. I watch C-SPAN, by the way, Tim, so you don't have to watch it, okay? <laughs> I was talk about, watching, talk uh, about a creature double feature. Yeah, well, they were talking on June 6th uh, about uh, the removal of AM radio from the automobiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know... They had uh, different people on uh, that were called in to talk about this. Uh, and let me just, from what I've learned there, and uh, AM, uh, the AM reach, reaches 90% of Americans. And uh, not only that, and, you, and you're probably well aware of this, uh, the signal, the AM signal uh, also transmits over uh, long distances. But, uh, you know, one thing is uh, they had uh, Scott Schmidt. I mean, he's from the uh, Alliance for Automotive Innovation. Every time they asked him about, now his claim was automakers are telling him, oh, they're losing money on AM. Uh, you know, it's not conducive. And, and so they, they pressed on him, well, so what do you have? What, 
can you can you t- give us numbers? And he says, well, I, he says, I, I don't have that in front of me. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't have the uh, the stats. So this guy shows up. He's got months uh, to come in front of Congress, and right. then he shows up. He's unprepared, you know. And uh, the thing is, uh, and this was brought up uh, in that committee, uh, you know, AM radio. It's very important, especially for our seniors and many others who rely on AM who live in r- rural areas. And uh, you know, it's the thing is. With AM, you you got a lot of local talk, which WBSM is very great about that, local news and local talk, uh, more so than any other outlet. And then the concern with many of the Congress uh, people were the diversity of thought and the diversity of voice. Because on AM, you have, you know, conservative and all kinds of other uh, thoughts. People come in and call about different opinions, Judeo-Christian networks and so forth. I know. I feel this is my opinion. I strongly feel this is another uh, attempt for censorship. Get rid of AM radio and uh, shut the people up, because uh, many, many uh, uh, of the uh, public servants don't want to get get criticized for the you know what they're doing or lack thereof. Well, I mean that would make sense if if it was the pub if it was Congress that was pushing for them to get rid of the. The radios, but it's the manufacturers that are getting rid of them because right, exactly, and, and, corporate and, America. And and I don't yeah. understand why. So we had Ed Markey on the program. Uh, well, on my nine o'clock program, he joined us a little while back because he's leading, he's spearheading this effort to make sure that they keep the AM radios in the cars. And he said that the reason why they're taking them out of the electric cars is they're talking about how it causes interference with some of the components. Yet some of those manufacturers have been able to overcome that no problem and continue to include AM radio. So as he's saying, it can be done. It should be done. You know, it's oh, absolutely. It, it, at some point, you know, there there was something in a, somebody wanted to put into a car that caused interference with another component and they figured out how, a way around it. So this is just the same exact thing. You've got to figure out a way around it. Well, well I'm going to use uh, Joe Biden's term. It's a lot of malarkey. Yeah. you got all these gizmos. you got cameras. All kinds of electronics. My personal opinion, you don't need all of that in a car. It's, uh, you know, a computer on wheels. And now they're trying to come up with this excuse. You know, AM radio is, uh, you know, it's not cost effective. It's interfering, like you're saying, with the electric car. You know, uh, the Ford Motor Company got so much pushback uh, from their the customers about removal of AM radio that, guess what? They're going to they're going to still continue to have EM radio in their uh, newer models. Yeah, and and Senator Markey talked with us about the reason why. I mean, yes, he he did talk about you know the idea of this trying to be a way to kind of control things, but also, as he said, you know, you have the emergency broadcast system that. Okay, great. Now it goes over cell phones. Wonderful. Not everybody has a cell phone. In an emergency situation, not everybody will have their cell phones charged. So people are just conditioned to turn on that AM radio when they need important news and information. And sometimes that may mean going out to their car. Right. And if you're, and if you're without power, uh, you know, for a month, even if you have a cell phone, you can't charge it. Uh, you know, there's uh, AM radios that you can crank by uh, manually. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you can, you know, stay in touch with, uh, you know, what's happening in emergencies. And so, you know, it's very, it's very important. I think it's very crucial not because I'm a senior and I rely on on uh, my radio, but it's important for everybody. I mean, 90% of Americans uh, reaches out to 90% of Americans. I mean, uh, I didn't know that, but I learned something anyway.
Yeah, I mean, and, and it's one of the things that people like to talk about. Oh, well, you know, radio is radio is dying. No, radio is not dying at all. Radio is thriving when it's adapting to new technology. So yeah, we have to, you know, we have to have our app. We have to be available to you by digital means. But we we're not going anywhere on the AM band. In fact, we added the FM translator. We added an, the ability to be on FM and have the same broadcast reach you on a different band because we know how important it is to be on the radio for you. Yeah. Now, you know what? I I just want to say, uh, Tim, I appreciate WBSM and uh, the information and your new steam. And uh, sorry to hear that Kate's leaving. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I rely on WBSM. I like, uh, you know, I don't always agree on with every uh, talk show host, but I, I value WBSM, and I want you to know that, Tim. Well, thank you. We value you as well. Thank you very much, and have a have a good day. You as well. 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and react to that. But that that is what bothers me the most about the arrogance of the car manufacturers is they're approaching this as, and okay, I could understand if your thought process as a vehicle manufacturer was, you know what, it's 2023, all of these stations are moving to digital means, they all have streaming, not all of them, by the way, we should point that out, not every company can afford to, to do all of the things that we can do technologically, not every company has the infrastructure to be able to do that, some of these stations are owned still by independent operators and have been throughout their entire existence. You know, the, the, just the person who has their family has owned the station for generations, they don't have millions of dollars to invest in streams and podcasts and apps and all of that. But a lot of the ones that are out there have been able to do those things over the years. So I would understand if the manufacturers came at you and said, there's all of these digital means now to hear AM radio. We're not eliminating the ability to hear those stations. We're just giving you the option of having so that when you go into your car and you start it up and you look at the dashboard, the digital dash, you'll see the WBSM app there. And then you can just press that button and it will play it over the app. Some will do it natively. Some will do it connected to your app on your phone, whatever it may be. So if they were coming out and saying that, I could kind of understand that a little bit. I still wouldn't agree with it because not everybody is going to have those digital means to listen. But And, and, and that's not going to be a, a, a base option in these cars. But that's not even what they're saying. Basically, what they're trying to say is nobody listens to AM radio anymore. And, and that, that couldn't be further from the truth. In fact, as pe you know, people want to talk about how politicized that America has become, AM radio is the place that people have gone to either to, you know, to, to further solidify in their mind whatever it is they already believe or to go and listen to opposing viewpoints. Uh, the caller mentioned the fact that you have religious programming on the AM dial. That matters to a lot of people. There are some people that that's all they want to listen to all day. The bottom line is this. Even though we operate as for-profit companies, the airwaves themselves belong to the people. And then the people should be able to access the airwaves that they own and that they pay for an FCC to regulate. Now, does a car manufacturer have to put a radio into a car? No, it doesn't. They have no, there's no, um, there's no um, 
regulation that says that they have to provide a radio. In fact, you can buy a car without a radio. It's pretty much impossible to find anymore. But if you were custom ordering a vehicle that was made to your specifics, you don't have to have a radio in it. But people want it and they expect it. And the consumer doesn't like to have something taken away from them. And it doesn't cost you anything to put AM radio in the car. So you might have to reconfigure the way that you wire the electrical via, the electric vehicle. Figure it out. We're not talking about the cigarette lighter where you can remove it and put in a, a USB plug and people will be happy. People want the AM radio. Even if they're never going to turn it on. They don't want to not have it when they've always had the option to have it before. I've told this story before, but it's like when, uh, when a friend of mine went to go buy a new car and I went with him because he was anti-car dealers. He just didn't trust them. He naturally had a distrust for all car dealers. It, it seemed to me like he had a bad traumatic experience at some point, but that he didn't want to talk about it. I went with him for moral support. And when he went out and he looked at the car, he fell in love with it. It was a Kia Forte. He thought it was great. He, was, he wanted to buy it. He opened the trunk and there was no spare tire. And he said, where's the spare? And they said, oh, we don't, we don't put a spare tire in cars anymore. No, no, we have roadside assistance. You get lifetime roadside assistance or five years, whatever it is, whatever they were giving him. But you get roadside assistance included with the purchase of the vehicle. You don't have to change a tire. No, you just call the number and we send somebody out and they change the tire for you. They'll bring the tire to you and, and they'll change it. And it's not, it's, not even a, it's not even a donut tire. We bring you the actual tire from your car, you know, the, the, the right size and everything, the right wheel. We bring it to you and we install it for you. And uh, the guy's like, yo, isn't that great? That's, that's what we're doing now. That's what we offer for our, for our valued customers and and he looked at him and he said, I'm not buying this car until you put a spare tire in the, back, in the back of the car. And the dealer was like, well, there's nowhere to really put it. You know, you're going to have to drive around with a tire in your trunk taking up space. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. That's what I'll do then. Get a spare tire. And it took them like three weeks to be able to locate a donut tire to put that would fit onto the car to put into the back and to find a jack and to put that in the back so that he would go down and buy the car. But he, he didn't want to not have a spare. And I don't blame him. Because when you're on the side of the road and you've got somewhere you've got to be, you don't want to wait for their roadside service to go get the wheel, show up at your car, change the tire. No, you want to be able to just swap it out and be on your way. And we've had spare tires and vehicles for I, I don't know how long, but I see pictures of, you know, early 1900s cars with a, with a tire on the back of it. So I'm going to assume forever, as long as we've had cars. So what reason do you have to take it out? We've now been able to create a recessed trunk that allows you to put the tire underneath there and still not lose any trunk space. And, and, and never have that. Some people don't even know they have a spare tire under there. Why, why did you have to get rid of it? Was, it? was it costing you that much money to put a tire in a car that hopefully nobody ever had to use? Or did you, did it, or did you do it just because you thought 
modern convenience made it so you didn't need to do it. People want it. People expect it. Give it to them. 508. 508- 996-0500. Take a break and be back in a few moments. And welcome back in. Caller, hang on. We will get to you as soon as we come back from the news. I just don't want to have to cut you off uh, to go to the news, so we'll talk with you coming up after the news. And, of course, we have room for you as well at 508-996-0500. We also have App Chat on the WBSM app and Open Line on the WBSM app. But uh, very quickly, I just want to remind you all that you're invited to attend the Bristol County Celebration of Seniors at Whites of Westport coming up this Friday, June 16th from 9 a.m. until noon. Seniors can enjoy a free breakfast and a resource fair with speakers, giveaways, and important information. Plus, Marcus Farrow and Chris McCarthy will be broadcasting live from the conference on Friday, June 16th from 9 to noon. If you have any questions or if you want to RSVP, call 508-961-1980. 508-961-1980. Or you can email brian.rose at mass.gov. That's brian, B-R-I-A-N dot R-O-S-E at mass.gov. And you can RSVP or have all your questions answered. All right, well, it is time to go into the newsroom with Kate Robinson. All eyes are on former U.S. President Donald Trump ahead of his scheduled arraignment today in Florida. He is set to appear at the federal courthouse in Miami at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. The former president was indicted last week on 37 felony counts connected to the handling of classified documents. Trump has denied wrongdoing and insisted he'll plead not guilty. Meanwhile, Miami police are concerned that protesters may clash outside the federal courthouse where former President Trump is being arraigned. Rory O'Neill reports. Protecting the former president, protesters, and the public are all priorities of police who are concerned that supporters and detractors of President Trump could turn on each other during demonstrations. And if we begin to see that there's opposing parties, we'll at that time make sure that they're they're separated and there's plenty of officers on the scene to make sure that we maintain the safety and security of all. Miami Police Chief Manny Morales says the various agencies will use a unified command system like they have during other protests, most recently over the killing of George Floyd. I'm Rory O'Neill. A majority of California voters think Senator Dianne Feinstein should resign. The 89-year-old Democrat recently returned to the Hill after being absent dealing with shingles and encephalitis. A survey from Inside California Politics, Emerson College, said 63% of Californians think she should step down and let Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom appoint a replacement for the rest of her term. The Federal Trade Commission has sued to block Microsoft from completing its deal to buy video game company Activision Blizzard, the latest antitrust challenge to the proposed merger, but one that could hasten its conclusion. The FTC's Monday filing in a federal court in San Francisco seeks an injunction to stop Microsoft's $69 billion purchase of the California gaming company behind hit franchises such as Call of Duty and World of Warcraft. Illinois will be the first state in the nation to outlaw book bans. Governor Pritzker signed the legislation yesterday in Chicago. Book bans are about censorship, marginalizing people, marginalizing ideas and facts. Regimes ban books, not democracies. The measure will allow the Illinois Secretary of State's office to deny grant funding 
to public and school libraries that ban books for, quote, partisan or doctrinal reasons. The laws in response to a nationwide trend of demanding that books be removed from library shelves, including those with stories by and about people of color and the LGBTQ community. The new law will take effect January 1st, 2024. New York City Mayor Eric Adams is looking for another police commissioner following the abrupt resignation of Keechant Sewell yesterday. She became the first woman to be in charge of the NYPD, but reports indicate she was frustrated after being micromanaged and in a power struggle. Mayor Eric Adams praised Sewell for helping lower crime, and she also gained praise from the largest police union, the PBA. Sewell did not provide a reason for her departure. The victims of the deadly Orlando Pulse nightclub shooting are being remembered seven years after the tragic incident. Flags across the state flew at half-staff Monday in honor of the 49 victims killed in the massacre. At the time of the shooting, it was the deadliest mass shooting in American history. New figures show the toll fentanyl has taken on the U.S. Army. The Washington Post reports data it obtained shows 127 soldiers were lost to fentanyl between 2015 and 2022. That's more than the number killed in combat in Afghanistan during that same span. A woman is recovering after waking up inside a coffin at her own funeral. Michael Kastner reports. It happened Friday in Ecuador, where mourners were gathered to say goodbye to 76-year-old Bella Montoya, declared dead from cardiorespiratory arrest. That diagnosis was a bit premature. She started banging against the side of the coffin. Medics quickly administered aid and later determined she suffered from catalepsy, a condition that causes a trance-like state, slower bodily functions, and body rigidity. Her son calls it a miracle from God and said his mother is stable and on oxygen. I'm Michael Kastner. In sports, the Denver Nuggets are the NBA champions for the first time in franchise history after beating the Miami Heat in Game 5. A victory parade is planned on Thursday. And the Red Sox lost to the Colorado Rockies 4-3. Next game tonight at 7-10. Now for your local forecast from ABC6. We're going to stay mostly cloudy for the day today, but we do have some spot showers that could be passing through the area this afternoon. We're reaching a high of 74 degrees. Overnight tonight, we'll get down to 54. And for tomorrow, rain and thunderstorms developing in the afternoon with highs reaching 74. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. At the moment, it is 64 degrees and cloudy. I'm Kate Robinson for WBSM News. Stay up to date with WBSM, New Bedford's News Talk Station. And get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. See, we were talking about electric cars, so I played Electric Blue. Now that I needed an excuse to play Electric Blue, great song. 508-996-0500. We have somebody who's been patiently waiting, so let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Hey, good morning. How are you? Uh, not too bad. Um, so as far as the radio is concerned, I read a I read an article about AM radios being um, deleted or omitted from cars not not because they created interference with the cars electronics the radio doesn't transmit it receives um 
what was happening is that the the uh, ele- electronics and electric batteries were emitting a frequency that was being transmitted over the AM stations, and it couldn't be cleared up. So it was it kind of negated the, the 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 practicality of the AM radio because it was just had so much interference, kind of like old CB radios where you would key up and hear them over your TV. Mm-hmm. So they had to spend quite a bit of money to put filters to try to. Um, uh, put shielding around these electronics to keep them from being received by the AM units. So that's what happened with that. And as far as the spare tire goes, is the, the, these car companies spend a fortune trying to uh, use lighter and lighter materials for these cars. The tires are removed because of cafe standards. It's um, every hundred pounds is a one percent fuel increase. So wow. to reduce the weight is a big deal. They spend fortunes to do that. So when you can reduce weight at a lesser cost, that's that's a score. But but so, does does the spare tire have to be the thing that they remove to to lose that weight? No, it doesn't. It's just convenient. When's the last time you've looked at your spare tire? Tires uh, aren't like the old days. These tires today are really good quality. You know, it's not like the old bias fly tires it used to blow out every time they hit 100 degrees outside. Yeah, but you know? the, the other side of it, too, is they wear down a lot faster than tires used to they wear down. They do, but if we're going to worry about that, then we should worry about 10,000-pound electric cars who eat tires and suspension pots. And these, these electric cars are heavy. They do road damage. They, do, they eat through tires like crazy. I mean, you, you, take, you take two comparable compact electric cars and... Um, the wear and tear on um, the electric car versus the conventional gas engine car, same car. Just one's hybrid and one's not. It's a big difference. It's a lot of weight, you know. Brakes wear out fast. The tires wear out fast. The ball joints, tie rod, everything everything takes a toll. So, you know, so all that stuff ends up in a landfill. And So, whereas some manufacturers have spent the money and invested in the necessary shielding to have AM radio and electric right. cars, do you think that they? Do you think that the government may mandate that they do it? I don't think they need to. If people speak with their dollar, if they want it, they're gonna they're gonna make sure it happens. Well, we'll so. see. All right. Well, That's thank it. you for the information. Yeah, enjoy. Have a good day. And uh, we'll take more of your calls at 508-996-0500. But that goes back to what Working Fool in Fairhaven said via app chat. You know, they don't want to have to invest the money to figure out how to get it to work in electric cars. So I I think, you know, Senator Markey was talking with us about these hearings and saying that they, they're going to keep pushing this issue. And I don't know if you can regulate. You haven't regulated for a hundred and... 25 years. I don't know how long cars have been mass manufactured. Uh, But so for all this time, for well over a century, you haven't mandated it before. I think if you did it now, you would get a lot of blowback. But as the caller said, you know, uh, people will have their voices heard with their dollars. Are people who are buying these cars? See, that's that's the thing. Congress can tell you all, all they want. We want you to have AM radios in these cars. But if the people who are buying them don't care then the car manufacturers aren't going to care. It, but I do think that people, you know, maybe maybe not the folks who are going out and spending $100,000 on an electric car, they might be saying to themselves, hey, I've got all of these devices. I've got all this connectivity. I, I don't need to have an AM radio. I'm just going to use the WBSM app when I sit down in the car. 
But the folks who, as, as this technology trickles down and becomes more affordable, which it has to in order to, to make the move toward electric cars, the average consumer or the person like you who listens to AM radio is not going to be happy to not have an AM radio in their electric car. So at some point, what's, what's going to give? Are you going to give up listening to AM radio because they're not going to put it in your car? Or are you going to fight them to the point where they have to start adding it in? The other part of it, too, is go into a store. Go into Walmart and buy an AM radio. Can you? No. They might have one model, maybe two, of AM, FM radios that aren't a clock radio. Usually they have a couple different versions of a, of a clock radio you put next to your bed. But if you just want to buy a standalone radio, you're not going to find AM, FM radios, or at least not a whole lot to choose from. They're going to have one or two models, and then the rest are going to be a bunch of Bluetooth speakers that connect into your phone. So that when you want to go to the beach and listen to WBSM, you put us on the app and then you play us over the Bluetooth speaker. Or some of them might be Alexa enabled and you just use the Alexa device to play WBSM. All of your Alexas just turned on playing WBSM. I mean, I, I want to buy AMFM radios and I go to the store and can't find them. I needed one last year because the Bluetooth speaker that we had wasn't charged enough for 50s night. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get an AM radio because that's what we should be listening to 50s night on anyway as we're playing it at our WBSM table out there. And so I walked into the family dollar because that's where we were. And they, they had one radio in the store that had an AM band on it. And that's what I was stuck with. So when I go out to, you know, I go to a lot of antique stores, flea markets, yard sales, things like that. I buy AM, FM radios. I buy transistor radios. You can't find those anymore. Unfortunately, all the ones that I find, too, have, have those, leather, um, those leather protectors around them, and all the leather is, like, cracking and breaking, and it's probably pleather, but still, it's falling apart. And, but the radio still works just fine. 508-996-0500. I think I can squeeze in a call here before the break. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning. How are you? Just good, fine. How are you, sir? Doing all right. Just a little thing that might interest you. I have somewhere in my attic, still in a box, stored away. I, remember the transistor radio, the little square ones? Yep, absolutely. I love those. I have that, and I also have, I don't know if you're familiar with the rocket radio, the kind where it has a little clip that you clip onto like a radiator, and you catch AM with it. No. A little antenna on it. It's pretty cool. It's if you look them up, they don't sell them anymore. I just tried again, just just to see if they still sell them. But I just wanted to let, share that with you. I yeah, I'm looking those. looking at it online. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, it is. I, it, it actually works. I did it to the rail of my garage door because it's metal, mm -hmm. and it works. It picks up radio. It's cool. They, they call it's it the. It says lo-fi at its best. It's cool, right? <laughs> yeah. One of the things I always wanted, because I, I collect radios, so one of the things I always wanted is they put out years ago a radio bicycle that, you know, when you pedal, it powered up the radio, and you could listen to the radio as you were riding around on the bike, but I haven't found one of those yet. Oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah. But I buy, well, I, I buy the transistor radios wherever I can find them. Unfortunately, most of the time when I find them, they don't work anymore. 
Really? Well, I have mine. It's in an original box. My sister-in-law that passed away gave it to me, gave me both radios, actually. And they're both in the original box. So it's do, pretty cool. Do you know why most of them don't work anymore? It's the stupidest reason. It's because right. people leave the batteries in them, and then the batteries corrode. And then yeah. it just kind of burns out the inside, so they don't—they won't work anymore. I I took mine out. I was smart enough. I took yep. mine and ruin it. But it's the square battery. It's pretty the, cool. The nine volt battery. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, find anything that runs on a nine volt anymore. I bought a metal detector the other day at uh, at the antique shop, and. I opened up the, the battery compartment and it runs on two 9 volt batteries with a room in there for a spare 9 volt battery. And I was like, I don't know if I've ever seen three 9 volts in one place <laughs> in a long time. It's just, it's just, it's amazing to have because it's, to me, it's like a little bit of nostalgia. You know what I mean? It's Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. thank you for sharing. You as yep. well. And Bye -bye. yeah, I, I can tell you now, nothing sounds better than to hear, you know, your favorite stuff on a, on a good sounding radio. I have the Tavoli, uh, the Henry Kloss radio which I think they call it the Radio One or something. And I have one of those on my desk. And that's what I'm listening to WBSM on during the course of the day. And it just sounds fantastic. It's one of the best sounding radios I've ever owned. But there's, you know, there's uh, little intricacies of all radios for people. A lot of people like the sound of the sea crane. I have a an, uh, uh, an internet radio, a... It's called The Voice, and that I was doing on my nighttime show that I was doing on the internet, I was doing a, a promotions for them. So they sent me one of those radios, and I had never had a Wi-Fi radio before. But this isn't a Wi-Fi radio like C-Crane puts out where you can, like, tune in the radio. You have to have it go through an app on your phone. So it could be the tune-in app. It could be, um, could be the Alexa app, whatever it may be. But it sounds amazing. And so I use that with, you know, some of my uh, music apps that I use at home, like Amazon Music and things like that. And the sound is just incredible. But I also still love just listening to one of those 1940s, you know, console radios, turning that on if it still works, and, and hearing WBSM come through that. So that's why if I, if I see an old radio, I'm probably going to buy it. And I don't really have room for them anymore. And I probably shouldn't keep buying them because not all of them are worth keeping. They're not in great condition, but I, I just can't see a radio fall by the wayside. All right, I got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. goes out to uh, anybody that's waking up in a bad mood this morning. 508-996-0500. Let's squeeze in a quick call here. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hi, Tim. I just want to say I love you so much. That was great what you said about um, the tires, the spare tires. 
and the radios in the car, you know, the people wanted, so just give it to them. I thought that was so great. I'm like, yes, exactly. But that's not what I really wanted to talk to you about. I want to tell you that in my hand, I'm holding a, a transistor tied radio that is the old colors of orange and, and yellow in a circle. And it says, tides in, dirts out. And my daughter um, stayed in my store in Shaw's in 1993 when we had a huge snowstorm and her daycare was closed. And um, Jimmy Gomes was the grocery manager at the time, and he gave her this radio to play with, you know, to keep herself uh, preoccupied while I worked my shift. And so I still have it. It works. It's on WBSM right now. There you go. Yeah. And and I bet you would sound great on it, too. Oh, absolutely. It's the sound is perfect. Everything in the radio is at least 20 years old, if not older. And I don't know where he found it, but it was a promotional thing, I guess. Uh, through stuff maybe you ordered and they gave you a free, like this, in this case, a free radio. But he gave it to her, and I loved it so much because when the power goes out, I turn this on. My, my grandfather for years worked for Leachmere. Uh, he was, a, a, I guess, a vice president at Leachmere, and he worked closely with uh, Emerson Electronics, and they were always mm-hmm. giving him, like, uh, products to try out and things like that. So he would go over his house and he'd say, come come outside. And he'd go out to the trunk and he'd open up the trunk of his car and he'd say, pick a radio. Because he would have like all these different things in there that they wanted them to try out. And so it'd be things like, you know, sunglasses with a radio built in or all these like different ideas, like the shower radios before those were even really a thing. Oh, and wow. I, I wish I still had all those little gimmicky radios that he that he shared with me back in those days. That is awesome. I just want to say something else. I work with um, our assistant store manager, Dave Ferreira, and he really loves you. He, You've signed some books for him with Spooky South Coast. Oh. He would listen to you every night when you were on it, I think 10 o'clock at night on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so we've had conversations about you with that because I like the paranormal myself as well. Uh, my boyfriend passed away about almost five years ago, and I get signs from him all the time, all the time. And, and, me know he's here. and that's the thing. As long as you're paying attention and you acknowledge them for what they are, they'll just keep coming. Oh, absolutely. Well, we had a super tight relationship, you know, really, really close. So he was the love of my life. So I believe that has a lot to do with it as well, because I've never had that experience with anybody in my family that's ever passed on. But I do with him. Well, I'm sorry for your loss, but I'm glad the connection can continue. Oh, absolutely. It makes me very happy and it makes me comforted as well. All right. Well, thank you so much for the call and you have a great day. Oh, you too. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. And, uh, and I, I love knowing that people can have those connections. And that's, that's part of the reason why I do that paranormal stuff, too, is because, you know, I've had those, those familiar, familial spirit connections. But uh, it's not, you know, it's not all about history and, and other things for me. Sometimes it's about the personal side of it as well. We're going to take our final break of the hour and be back in a few moments. All right. Welcome back. We have about a minute before we're going to go into the news. When we come back on the other side, we'll be turning on the light with Jack Spillane. But I want to let everybody know tonight from 6 to 8 p.m. is the New Bedford Science Cafe. It happens every month. This month's, tonight's event is about UFOs. Their guest tonight will be investigative journalist Leslie Keene, who has been reporting on UFOs, or UAPs as they're now called, for more than 20 years. Her topic will be UFOs and government acknowledgement. The phenomena is real. And you probably heard Leslie on Spooky South Coast in the past. She's going to be there tonight at the Last Round Bar and Grill, 908 Purchase Street, 
from 6 to 8 p.m. for the New Bedford Science Cafe. Again, the presentation is UFOs and Government Acknowledgement. The phenomenon is real, so you can go and check that out. It is free to attend. Of course, you can pay for your own drinks and all that, but it is free to attend. Uh, free parking in the rear of the building. So if you want to take part in the New Bedford